Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Gigi's with us today, and can I just comment, that little baby grow, where is it from? It's from Primark. No way. Yeah, it's it's actually like newborn size, I think, but she's quite diddy, so she fits into so much stuff. How how much does she weigh now? Mm, Don't ask me that, I've got no idea. Oh, really? (laughs) That's the second time mum for you. I know, I've really got no idea. I mean, she feels heavier and she's getting bigger, so... She's all right. I She's guess. great. <laughs> we had Luna's um, third birthday party yesterday, so I'm incredibly oh, knackered today. Oh yeah. Oh, how many kids did you have? Fourteen. Oh, I did it at home because I was like, oh, I've got my breakfast show to do in the morning. It was Sunday afternoon. I was like, oh, it'll just be easy. No, no. They had a blast. We turned the like the living room into like an indoor disco and had like glitter balls and stuff on the ceiling. And Luna kept going, "No grown ups allowed." And I was like, oh, "This is what is going to happen from now until eternity." Yeah, exactly. And she was on the dance floor for two hours, so she's like, she's a mother's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, so a good old chat today. We're going to have with. Um, a lady called Lily Pebbles. Yeah, she, I'm sure most of you will know yeah. her because she has a huge online following. Yeah, we're going to talk about mum judgment. Yeah, I mean, Lily sort of became a mum on Instagram. So she um, was, um, you know, still is a huge blogger and YouTuber um, and then was pregnant. So she she shared everything on the internet. Um, So we, you know, we were quite interested to find out if she'd come up against any mum shaming or mum judgment or if she thinks about what she posts before you know before she puts it up through fear of what people will think and say yeah and this is this is kind of very poignant for us because the whole ethos behind made by mummers is to ditch the mum shaming exactly. to ditch all of that negativity and all of the hate and just get behind other parents and support them yeah you know exactly. it is a hard enough job already trying to raise a child you don't need people pointing fingers and going you're not doing it right or how can you do that yeah exactly oh no i didn't think you were supposed to do it like that yeah because at the end of the day you know 99% of mums are doing what is best for their little ones of course they are and And, you know they they don't mean any harm if they're not doing something you know the right way but what is the right way exactly there There is is no no right right. way everyone's different exactly and I also think that 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 parents 
um, so I, the grandparents yeah. can put a lot of pressure on you. Like, for example, you know, I love my mum. She's Kaza, Carol. She's a wonderful <laughs> woman. She's been a, she's been a really fun mum to have around. Very supportive. She's always the first one at a party going, boop, boop. <laughs> but she's got some crazy ideas on what happened when I was a baby. Like she, like when I was potty training Luna, she was like, I just don't know why she hasn't got it straight away. I mean, you just took your nappy off at 15 months and went, no more nappies. It's like, <laughs> 15 months? I mean, was I the child genius? Because it hasn't lasted until later life. Like, there's no way that that happens yeah I know I think parents and grandparents sort of forget the bad stuff don't Mm. they that went on and they just they can only remember the good stuff like I don't think I've ever heard anything negative come from my parents mouths about like having me and what the babies but I just don't think I have I think they just have forgotten I think they in their minds like I got back from the hospital I slept all night I drank all my milk perfectly Georgia you're an only Um, child okay you're like the chosen one I know yeah but you know what I mean though like they they can't believe you know when I moan about things I think oh what your parents are the dream (laughs) no I know they are yeah but but you you know what they do just hang on don't they and then they pass it on to you and yeah. then before you know it you've got all these things going around in your head and I exactly. think it's, it's really important to just like put the grandparents aside for a minute and just go you can just keep your opinions to yourself I'm just going to do what I feel is best for me and the baby yeah and everyone has to find their own style of parenting yeah. um you know n- not what how you were raised might not be how you want to raise your children um I think there's that book isn't there what the book you wish your parents, parents had, had read. read yeah and I think it says a lot of you know if your parents were really protective of you growing up then you're usually not protective of your own children yeah like and it sort of always works like that I mean definitely my my parents at the age of 14 were like sure you can go away on holiday without us and go on a girl's <laughs> trip at 14. 14 it's a different world then yeah. like I'm going to be 40 soon and yeah. like I look back on that now and I think wow that 14. was that was I mean my sister was there she was 16 but that's crazy yeah. I look at Luna and I'm like you are never gonna go out <laughs> I am locking you up. I've seen her dance moves. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> they're, really, they're on the internet. Um, listen, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this chat because I feel like Lily's going to gonna kind of shed some light on what she's experienced and, and, and kind of tell us how it really is for her. Yeah, let's get to it. So the room is still nice and dark, which is great in one hand, <laughs> but not so great in the other one because I can barely see the guests that we've got opposite us today. Um, she is one of the most fantastic online content creators. She is mum to, well, four-month-old now, Grey Luna, and just a thoroughly lovely person we can't wait to chat to today. It's Lily Pebbles. Thank you. What a nice intro. This is like my first proper work podcasty interview thing so I feel like I'm allowed to have mum baby brain here oh my god so, you absolutely oh, are excuse yeah. me if you ask me a question I'm like I don't know I can't remember a thing <laughs> I mean that's why you're in safe hands here yeah. because Georgia and I are constantly saying ridiculous things on the podcast and that's why we that's that's just us Excellent. it is it's ridiculous my mum said to me the other day you know that the baby brain baby see <laughs> baby brain never goes away oh, no that's don't like, say that are you joking I mean, sometimes I think when I get in my car, I'm like, okay, how do I drive this car? <laughs> like, it's like I've forgotten everything. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I, I get like mid-sentence and go, sorry, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I also forget where I'm supposed to be most of the time as well. Yeah. But anyway, We are quite busy people though, all of us. <laughs> so how is motherhood? Four months old. It's mad. It is better than I thought. Um, and we were just saying this earlier, I'm a bit scared to say it, but like, not as terrifying and hard as I thought. Like people say to you like, oh my God, newborn days are so awful. Like 
get a night nurse and like they really scare you sleep deprivation and I've I've actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it's hard in a different way I found it like mentally and like hormonally quite difficult but physically like all right and yeah I'm, I'm actually really loving it she's she's lovely good <laughs> I'm glad you've said that don't feel don't feel worried about saying that because yeah. you've got to celebrate the good and the bad as well and yeah. I absolutely think that some people's experience of the first six months can be quite horrific yeah exactly and I feel but, like if you say like oh she's so good people are like oh you wait and then if you say like oh she was up all night they're like you can't complain she's so good so there's like no say there's no winning I, I was gonna say you absolutely can't win and obviously where you know you before um Grey came along used to talk a lot about interiors and beauty and all that kind of thing and then now you obviously chat about being a mum so you've almost become a parent online yeah it's because my content's always been well for the last few years at least been lifestyles it's whatever I'm kind of doing at the time so yeah when I was doing at my house it's very home interior when I was pregnant I talked around that and it's just kind of another arm of my content I feel like but I have found it quite hard like, because I still feel like, since she's only four months, I'm still very much in, like, the baby bubble. So it's hard are. to, like, think of other things to talk about. Like, I just naturally find myself talking about baby stuff. I'm like, oh, God, people don't want to just hear about baby stuff. But I'm like, that's all I'm really thinking about <laughs> at the moment. So that's been quite tricky. I think that's fine. I think it's, like, that's where you are. That is yeah. absolutely real. You can't start saying, oh, yeah, no, I walked into the shop and saw these really nice tiles. It's like, you weren't thinking about that because your baby just did a pukano up the back. Like, yeah. you are where you are at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And it's lovely. And we do want to see it, by the way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and have you and have you found it sort of difficult knowing what to share and what not to share or have you just thought no I'm just going to say exactly how I'm feeling um it doesn't matter what how people take it or yeah it's really think. tricky it's something I thought about for years before I had a baby and I was just like oh I don't know what to do and like I think what I decided in the end was when she's little maybe it's not as like important because babies kind of just look like babies but yeah. as she gets older I won't put her on the internet as much I don't really want her to be like recognizable um but just kind of I find that if I totally say like I'm not going to do something at all like if I didn't share her at all and then someone took a photo of her and put it online I think that would like break me so I'm just not being too strict with it you know just yeah. putting, like, a little bit every now and again and I feel like there's just a line and everyone knows what their line is like I wouldn't have her like holding a product being like sponsored by like that doesn't feel right to me but yeah. some people that does and yeah I think you just have to figure out what's right for you and I'm sure I'll make mistakes along the way and that's just how it is have yeah you of course had those conversations with your husband have you guys kind of sat down and said this is how we're gonna do it or as you said are you kind of just finding your feet with what works yeah not like an official like sit down talk about it. we've spoken about it over the years I mean he's amazing he always kind of is on the same side as I am we mm. agree like we've been together for such a long time we normally have the same opinion about these things um but if he's like putting stuff he doesn't really have like a big Instagram or anything but he has one and I'm always like I have to say like don't put that on or whatever we, we just talk about it every now and again or mm. if I'm putting something up then I'm not 100% sure I'll say do you think I should put this up or how do you feel about it mm. but we're on the same page so it wasn't like a big discussion no just over a casual glass of yeah glass of wine. You drinking wine yeah. yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And coffee. I never used to drink coffee. That's like <laughs> Do a date. You know, no. said that the other day. Two I a read day it. now. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Two a day just for survival. It's really a thing. Like I was like, nah, I hate coffee. Love coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like it, do you, Julie? Oh, no, I love coffee. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I love tea more. Right, yeah, like, that's I'm it. I'm a 10 cups of tea yeah. kind of person. Yeah. 10 cups? Oh, where's my cup? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> um, yeah, 10 cups of tea, that is quite excessive. It is, but, you know, you know you've it's got just a newborn. what I do. I yeah. know. I remember I had decaf, like, before I was pregnant, I used to have decaf in the evening, and then when I was pregnant, I had decaf, and now I'm like, throw those away. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've got to get through the night. <laughs> yeah. um, what has the mum kind of 
of judgment or mum shaming been like for you? And have you experienced any kind of online trolling? Um, it hasn't. Luckily, it hasn't been that bad. Like, it's more just kind of real life, and it's not people being mean. It's just like I do it as well. Like commenting on like, oh, they're they're rolling, or they're you know, it's like comparing what your baby's doing when. Yeah, that's just the thing. And like, even I find myself doing it, and I don't mean to. Um, I haven't had it that bad online. I've been quite honest about stuff, which I thought would be like exposing myself, but actually I've had a really good reaction That's to it. That's great. Yeah, I think people want to see more of the real stuff. Um, so I've been quite lucky. I can't think of anything like bad that's happened no well that's good yeah yeah i mean that one of georgia and i's like major kind of sort of topics of conversation is basically we can't stand any of the mum shaming yeah the minute you start parent shaming don't want to see it no it's so hard i mean it is there like i feel like i'm just i kind of like blocked it out but i'm pretty sure i've got some comments when i stopped finished breastfeeding went on to bottles i'm sure that i think there were i mean luckily there's just so many more positive comments that kind of outweighs the few negative ones although I have found, like, since having a baby, I'm much more sensitive to, like, the negative comments. Like, I used to be, yeah, very good at just brushing it off. And uh, I always say always get to say to Rich when I'm upset, and he's like, it's one comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Help. But also, sometimes when that comment is sort of related to somebody else that you're responsible for, it probably does sort of hit home a little <laughs> bit more and make, oh, there she goes. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> Bless her. She wanted to join in on that. Bit. Yeah, she doesn't like mum shaming either. No, she hates mum shaming. I think it's just people, like, you have to understand that everyone does things differently. Yeah. And I think everyone just has to realise that there isn't like a right and a wrong way. Um, but yeah, it's quite scary putting... When I put things out about like her routine or something like that, I just, I'm prepared that I'm going to get some comments. But it hasn't been too bad so far. It's bizarre to think that people would jump on the bandwagon about something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Not just kind of support or not even comment at all. You know, you're 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 one of those figures that's public online and you've got a really lovely following and it, I find it strange that people would even want to be negative towards a new mother yeah, well, or a new father. Well, I find the stuff it's not so much like if someone wants to be like your baby's ugly, I'd be like, oh, whatever." That that doesn't No, but that sort of stuff doesn't bother yeah. me. It's the like did you know that if you put them in the cot by themselves and you're not in the same room as them, then they'll stop breathing because you're not breathing next to them and that's how cot death happens. You're like, like, really? Don't send me. I think I got that when she was like two weeks old, three weeks old. And I was like, don't send me a message with some like cot death facts. Like, I just don't need that. Of course you don't. People just don't like think about things like that. They think they're being helpful. It's like a really naive thing especially I get a lot of comments from people who don't even have kids like trying to give me advice like, oh my gosh like, please that yeah. drives me crazy oh I yeah. know well who's absolutely crazy who's the cra- the lady that you followed when when you just had Axel the really famous one that doesn't have kids what? Gina Ford oh, Gina Ford she doesn't have kids she, she does not have, have children are you joking no, no. Joking. I mean I've heard this name I mean I would never go near that thing but no she doesn't have she, kids are we sure about this fact no, before we say right, it we're going to google it but you, I'm sure she doesn't that's have kids. the most hilarious thing I've ever heard exactly right. I mean, yes, she's right. like one of the most famous like yes. food for kids people right and a routine for kids oh, she routine. is I remember when Georgia arrived at the gym one day and, she, and I was like are you okay and she looked sort of more harassed than normal because obviously we just had new babies together so we were like ah la yeah. And she was like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I, just, I need to, um, it's 8.30, I need to drink a glass of water. And I was like, okay, why? And she goes, well, I've started following Gina Ford. And I was like, oh, oh stop no. it immediately. But some pe- it works for some people, doesn't it? It does, but she doesn't have children. Oh, my God. How does she know all this stuff then? Who does she not must have, have a good children PR. of her own. I know. Wow. It's, it's crazy, crazy, isn't it? it? So, yeah, I mean, that that's one extreme, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Gina young, young girls who think they're being helpful send messages being like, isn't this going to happen if you do that? And you're like, 
no i don't know it's my it's my cool i don't know I, it's, you know there's so many things sleepy heads cop bumpers there's all these like things that people have such strong opinions on whether they're safe or not and it's yeah. like I wish I could just talk about things without... I just know certain subjects. I know if I talk about it, I'm going to get people saying, did you know that? I always like, yes, just, I do know that. <laughs> like, I literally always just think, if that product was that bad, it wouldn't be on the shelves, would it? Like, no, exactly. The rigorous testing things have to go through to get onto the shelves in boots, for instance, yeah. is so much yeah. that if it was that bad, it wouldn't be there. But also, you just have to make your own call about things. There's some things like, oh, no, you know, in the first couple of weeks of her life, I'm not going to lie, there were a couple of nights where she just, like, slept on me. She, I don't even, no. like, rem- I don't remember whether it was a decision or not. She just did. Anyway, she was absolutely fine but you just have to decide like is do you want to do that to you know is it pros and cons yeah, basically of course and also by the way luna spent the first like four months of her life sleeping on me because <laughs> sh- that's where she wanted to be she yeah. just was inside me for 10 months exactly. nearly and she it must be to so be close to me I mean, I mean i don't feel shamed about that exactly now i have a baby who literally won't let me touch her so i wish i'd slept <laughs> oh, with her more at the beginning she is the most independent like hilarious little child like if she's crying, you put her down in the cot and then she's like, great, thanks. Like, <laughs> Basically, give me a break. Yeah. Need she, my own she, time. she needs her own space. It's so funny. Like, I had some NCT friends over yesterday and they were like getting their babies to sleep by like shushing them and going around the room, rocking them. I was like, if I did that to Grace, she'd be hysterical. Really? She just hates being touched. <laughs> it's so funny. Do you reckon she's had enough now? She's like, I've just, ugh, yeah. too much touching. Leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, she'd be so happy in her own room, but I'm like not ready yet. Oh, she's still sleeping uh, in with you. That's yeah, really so nice. she like sleeps in her room in the evening while we're yeah. downstairs and so we can get ready for bed and then after her dream feed we put her in our room um but she's so so, so ready i just like waking up in the morning she like smiles See, at me yeah it's cute. is she in a next to me crib or is she yeah in her, like yeah. snooze pod thing oh I mean, that's what we've got yeah she's already too big for it i'm like she's so ready for her own cot i got so comfortable every night we put her in this like snooze pod yeah but it doesn't last forever and they don't exactly. stay tiny for long so it's kind of like yeah it's going so fast already i can't believe she's four months so oh. yeah listen you spoke quite openly about your decision to stop breastfeeding mm. um i you know i was similar like i stopped breastfeeding around eight weeks so how was that for you what was your breastfeeding journey like and also how was it to share that with everybody yeah i mean if you'd asked me when i was pregnant so i think someone did say like what are you planning on sharing not sharing i was like i'm not going to talk about how my baby's fed that's for sure like i was adamant i wasn't going to and then you go through it and why because i was like i just knew and i'd heard lots of other uh, people online say that there's certain topics like how your baby sleeps and how your baby feeds it's just like don't talk about it because you're just gonna get loads of hate and judgment not worth it so i was like yeah okay i won't do that and then you go through it and I just feel this like overwhelming like sense that I I have to like because I thought if anyone else is feeling how I'm feeling this yeah. is going to mean so much to them to mm-hmm. see it like I just feel like there's always a responsibility when you've got a big following um, and not everyone is like that and they don't yeah. have to be but I always feel like it would be fake not to to just pretend, I don't know to just not even acknowledge it so um yeah in the end I actually shared way more than I thought I would so breastfeeding journey I mean how can I make this not a really long story um (laughs) we've got time go for it Lily god I haven't even thought about it for ages it's mad feels like ages ago um I was never like pro breastfeeding or not wasn't really bothered either way I was like yeah I'll give it a go and see what happens um so when she was born I'm trying to like remember what happened I started feeding with nipple shields because a friend had told me to and I straight away straight away um my like nipples I like I thought I had to basically because of how my boobs are um and when we were in hospital had a couple of midwives come in and say how's feeding going and I was like yeah 
good I think I don't know never done it before seems fine cool great no one actually came and like checked how I was feeding which is something now I realize how important that is and every friend that has a baby I'm like just make sure someone comes and literally looks at how you're feeding yeah um because I went home and then the midwife came on day three how's feeding going yeah good I could see there was like milk coming so I was like this is great it's actually working woohoo I had like whole my little my little setup with everything I needed a little bag by me um and then I think it was the like, is it like day five, the midwife comes back again yeah. and they weighed her and they said that she'd lost 17%. So if you lose 10%, you have to go back into hospital. Oh my gosh, wow. So she was 17%. But later on, I think we realised that they all kind of said that they think the scales were a bit wrong when she was born and it probably wasn't that much, but still she definitely lost weight. Um, so what happened is she wasn't getting enough milk because of the nipple shields. No one kind of questioned me using them. No one had checked that anything, basically. Um, so we got rushed back into hospital. And like before I, before I knew it, before I'd even had a chance to kind of sit and think, do I want to continue breastfeeding? Do I want to try bottle? Mm-hmm. There was no discussion. I was like put on this double pumping machine. You know, the ones yeah. where... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one didn't even have the bra attached, so I had to actually hold them. So every time someone walked into the hospital room, I was like, uh, wait, and I was like, oh, you're in now. And I'm just there, topless. Couldn't use my hands for anything else, couldn't let go. So I had to top up every feed to get her to put back on weight. So I'd breastfeed her, and then I'd, an hour later I'd pump, and then an hour later I'd bottle feed her. and then I'd bre- So it was every hour I was doing something. You were a whale, a feeding whale. Yeah, but that was for yeah. two nights in hospital. Oh and God. Wow. I was crying a lot. Rich was crying a lot. We were just scared because she'd lost weight and we were scared about that. And even though I knew this happens to everyone I know, this whole like weight yeah. loss rushing back at hospital, it's such, it's just, you hear it time and time again. And I couldn't believe it had happened to me as well. But whatever, I did it. And after two days in a 30 degree hospital oh. room, I just said, please, can I open a window? They wouldn't let me open a window because they said you couldn't because the draft, they were like, there's a baby, you can't have a draft. It was so hot. It was summer. It's 30 degrees and she was all floppy and tired and and I said she's not gonna f- she's not gonna feed like this like please let me go home my feet were so swollen they were huge I was like let me go home I promise I know that she she's feeding well that's yeah. the thing like that's why I felt pressured to continue breastfeeding because she was doing well like she was good at it yeah which I never expected um so I was like well she knows what she's doing so okay let's go with it um so eventually we got discharged and I went home and what had happened, which I really didn't expect, was because I'd been pumping like every hour for two days, suddenly my boobs were just making way more milk than yeah. they needed yeah. to. Which yeah. I never really, you know, I had one breastfeeding NCT class that really didn't cover much. We learned so much about the birth, so much about everything else, but really nothing about breastfeeding. Like now, if I could go back and do it again, I would properly learn about breastfeeding. I completely agree with you, by yeah. the way, just jumping yeah. in here. I had exactly the same experience. Yeah. I just did not know what to do. No, yeah. like, thank God this volunteer came into the room after Luna was born and was like, hey, how are you getting on? I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not, my nipples are, I don't know what I'm doing. She was like, let me show you. But she was the only person that showed me how to breastfeed. Yeah. And because there was no, there was... How are you supposed to no. know? It was meant to be natural, isn't it? But even if you are, even if you're natural, there's all these other things like knowing that pumping makes you produce more milk. It's complicated. There was no breastfeeding specialist at the hospital only when I came back into hospital someone came and I was like if you'd been there at the beginning that none of this would happen so I got home and I was like engorged and then I got everything I got mastitis I got nipple thrush I had like it was just agony I was in the shower crying because my boobs were making too much milk and it was all just I feel like from then on it was just a bit of a disaster really so I had weeks and weeks of all different types of medicine and it was so painful I mean I literally blocked out of my memory but it was so awful and then even 
when that all finally passed and I was just breastfeeding, I was like, this, I just don't think this is for me. I, I found it really hard. I felt like I wasn't like myself. I found the hormones were crazy. Oh my God, breastfeeding hormones are insane. Um, and I think after five weeks, I decided to stop. But oh my God, I found it. I thought I was going to be the sort of person who just thought, if I don't like it, I'll stop. <sighs> wasn't no. that easy. And I always thought the pressure came from other people, but it yeah. wasn't. Everyone was actually pressurizing me to say like, it's fine, do whatever you want. But the pressure was coming from myself, mm. which is so bizarre because I wasn't even that into it beforehand. When you yeah. say it, you didn't feel like you, did you not? What was it? Was it a bond thing? Was it? I, no, I felt gross all the time, first of all. I wake up in the morning stinking off, off milk. My boobs hurt. I was like leaking. I just, I couldn't, I didn't feel like nice, which made me like not enjoy yeah, I, I totally get it because I even, as much, like, this sounds so ridiculous, but I hated not being able to wear what I wanted yeah. as well and like have to suddenly think, oh, yeah. oh, I need to wear something like in buttons or yeah. I can't wear a dress because I've got to put it over my head. And that is such a small thing. Yeah. But when you're in the like first few weeks of having a baby, anything can send you like yeah. off. Really, yeah, one boob it? was way bigger than the other. I was having like those hot pads. I just, it was, it was absolute agony. I really didn't mm. expect that. Um, so, I'm yeah. sorry that you had that experience because that it's that's not everybody's reality. No. But that's sad, that's sad that that was yours because of the pain. Yeah, exactly. It didn't need to be like that because no. I actually think I would have found it easy yeah. if I hadn't have had that whole pumping experience. Um, and I, the reason I think it took me so long to decide to move over to bottles and formulas because again, didn't know anything about it. No one had taught me. It's so hard to get any information online about bottle feeding, um, and I was so intimidated by the whole thing. Every time I thought about it. I had these like things ringing in my head of like, oh, but it's so much easier to travel if you're breastfeeding. Oh, it's so much easier to breastfeeding because you could just get it out anywhere. And like, you know, all these things that people say and like, I don't know how to sterilize bottles. It was just all so intimidating. And actually, once I did it, it was so easy. And like, you just get into a routine of doing it. But there's no one there to tell you that. Like, I even have two older sisters. So I had quite a lot of support and I still found it tricky. I mean, I feel very, this might be a bit controversial, but I feel that just as much as people talk about breastfeeding, oh, breastfeeding is best and all this stuff, they should give you as much information about bottle feeding mm. and say this is entirely your decision whether you breast or bottle. And if you breastfeed for a bit and you don't want to do it anymore, yeah. then the bottle is just as easy to get onto. But that's not that's not what we're told. Yeah. No, exactly. And also you can do both yeah. if you want yeah. to do yeah. that as well. Yeah, well, How exactly. to transition from breastfeeding to bottle feeding, that's another thing. I spent £250 on three different lactation specialists oh, it was really? ridiculous like that's oh. what I needed to do to get the information I needed I had one lady who was 100 pounds and she was absolutely useless another lady eventually I actually found someone who was so amazing and she said you know replace one feed with a bottle yeah. until that boob stops hurting and that might take two days it might take a week and then you replace like advice yeah like, yeah that's all I wanted no one tells you about stopping and no. how you do it and how you do it without having huge hormone yeah. surgeries well, like painful boobs are so terrified like I missed mm. one feed and I was in agony so I was like oh my god I can't go to bottles I'll die <laughs> <laughs> were you do, were you pumping in between as well to kind of no once I went to... home after hospital I stopped pumping right. I was literally just exclusively breastfeeding and it also it was I mean, I didn't think it's the reason I stopped, but it was full on as well, being the only one and having to do it. Like, me mm. and my husband have a very kind of equal relationship and he yep. wants to help and it was like, he couldn't. And it was, it's full on being the only one being able to feed the baby and I was too scared to pump. So yeah. I, was, I felt a bit, I felt a bit trapped. You can just hold it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can hold the right one. <laughs> exactly. And then when you just decide to stop, mm. did you, sh you shared that online? Yeah. Um, and... The reaction actually was good, I think. I, there might have been a, 
a couple of I think I put something up and saying that I was starting to kind of move over to to bottles and someone thought that I was combination feeding and they were like oh here's the first steps to moving over to bottles and they got a bit like angry about it but oh my I don't know. Yeah. do you say anything back to them do you tackle them or do you just block them um yeah most of the time I'll reply yeah I try to like educate them on how to leave a constructive comment and be nice <laughs> um it depends sometimes I'll just block if they're just like not kind of helpful at all then yeah I'll just block them but um yeah I think I got quite an over- overwhelming response it feels like another word I can't even like remember being in like those yeah. early early weeks and she's only si- 16 weeks now yeah, is she? I know weeks. I don't know I don't even know how many weeks she is maybe 18 it's funny because the months and weeks yeah, are so form- yeah exactly but yeah I've stopped counting weeks now once I mean, we got to three months yeah exactly <laughs> got over three months people say get to three months don't they and then and then you're yeah. right like yeah. Gigi the dream I mean, you. I, I was saying to you, how how's her sleeping? And Georgia hasn't really spoken about how Gigi's sleeping on Made by Mamas. No, I don't. Ooh. But why is that? Why? Because she sleeps through from seven till seven. Okay. Which is amazing. And it's amazing, but I, it's it's not like embarrassing. But like sometimes I feel if you say something's really good and really easy, yeah, you're alienating people who it's not easy for, yeah. or they're gonna think that oh whatever that's just ridiculous that's not happening I thought I just think oh gosh but this is actually fine and in some ways I want to be like look like she's 12 weeks she's been sleeping seven to seven since she was I don't know nine, nine ten weeks, weeks. Oh, that's amazing. and I can't believe that it's happened yeah and I feel really grateful that it has yeah. and it might not last and it might way. not last exactly, yeah, exactly. it might not yeah. last um but it can happen so yeah. you know anyone that's pregnant it doesn't always have to be hard well I find that if you if a baby's like crying non-stop people are like oh she's not feeding it enough oh. but if the baby's really good you don't get the credit like no. my mum's like because Gray's a really good baby as well and she's like she has to be good because she knows if she isn't like you'd be hysterical I'm like uh thanks <laughs> thanks I think I, yeah yeah like yeah. it could be us making her chilled like she might just been born like that but it might be us because we're chilled I don't know like yeah. you never get the credit if you've no, got a good you baby don't. you only exactly. get blamed if they're bad yeah. <laughs> or like not bad you know what I mean like not yeah. happy or whatever oh don't yeah. so how is Grey how is Grey sleeping what, that kind of she's thing? Re- she is a, considering I'm quite highly strong she is a very chilled baby and she's um, she's always loved her sleep so from four weeks so we got quite a lot of pressure from like friends and stuff to get an, oh a night God. nurse Everyone kept saying that to us. Mm. I was like, firstly, I cannot afford a night nurse. Yeah. And secondly, why would I want someone to take my baby in the night and feed uh, yeah. them? That's not for me. I wasn't sure if I wanted one. Well, like, seriously, I know so many people that have them. They're like, it's a lifesaver. So before, when I was pregnant, I like penciled one in because I was like, okay, let's do it. I was like, I'll do one night and see. And yeah, I mean, that first night, like going up to bed, I was like, I don't know. I mean, she's lovely. I loved her. But anyway, we had her one night and, but she didn't feed, she brought Grey up to me to feed and we just slept in between although I didn't sleep because I was like someone downstairs my baby it's all really weird yeah yeah really weird we only did it for one night but turns out she's like a baby whisperer that's that's what it's worth she's amazing the knowledge about babies right so she basically came over and it was like 7 p.m and we were downstairs in the lounge um with the lights off the tv on and we were like shushing her. She was crying hysterically. And the TV was on. And she was like, this is a very overtired baby. Like yeah. put her upstairs in her bed, sodder her, her, put on the white noise. And so we were like, okay. And from then on, she slept. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it's just like figuring out what they want really. Like, yeah. and then since then we, we just, we know her cues and like we know how much sleep she needs to get during the day so that she's not overtired. She has quite an early bedtime. She can't quite make it past like 5.30 still. But then she sleeps 5.30 and then we feed her at 10.30. 
and then she has a feed at four and seven and she she's always slept between those feeds like we really i think we had like a few nights at the beginning where we were up all night and that that was it and like you i feel like a bit bad saying it because some people are up all night with their screaming babies but i think we just figured out like what she wanted quite early on and she loved being at the beginning like swaddled white noise in a dark room great yeah and we got a bit of judgment for putting her in her own room from like 5 30 when she was like four weeks Obviously with the monitor, but she was happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, first time round with Axel, I waited till six weeks, which isn't actually that much longer. But with Gigi, it was two weeks. I thought, no, she needs to be in bed. She wants to go to sleep. Yeah, we don't want to sit in silence. Yeah, so let's exactly. put let's put her in room. But I think that you know is sort of maybe the difference for me between one and two and obviously you got to it really quickly because mm. you had the advice of somebody and you thought I'm just going to do my own thing mm. is with the first time you're learning on the job aren't you mm. and then the second time you sort of know and you know those cues and you know that if they get overtired they're going to cry mm. um and so maybe it's not you know she's just a really good baby it's because you know we, we've been yeah. doing certain things yeah and I can see when she's about to get tired yeah, and exactly. it's just knowing those being overtired is weird. Like, Seriously, I did not know oh that God. before having the a baby. The sleep thing, the sleep thing drives us absolutely <laughs> crazy. You're tired. Like, Go to sleep. But seriously, my Luna, who's three, by the way, on Thursday, still, if she doesn't have her nap in the day, you'd think, oh, well, she'll be knackered. She'll just go to sleep no. and then she'll sleep through. No, no. She wakes up earlier the next morning, yeah. 5.30, 5.45. Yeah. She continues. She didn't sleep all over the weekend in the day. So, yeah, I've been pretty much woken up for like four mornings at 5.45. It's like, what's wrong with you? Just go to sleep. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? I didn't realise that you have to like help them get to sleep that yeah. was new information to me Don't. Oh. apparently it's because like this might be another silly comment oh god I'm here we go, go i cannot anyway. wait for this um that when they're overtired they produce adrenaline yes that is right oh, okay, g cool. that is right <laughs> <laughs> that G-G. would make sense High um and then that keeps them awake ah that yeah. makes sense but why would they wake up early from it because they're what they're overstimulated with adrenaline i don't know I've tried so many tricks with the overtiredness thing as well, like snacks before bed, put sleep them in socks, blackout blinds. And we were talking about this the other day, my husband and I, and I was like, isn't it weird? Do you not think it's weird that the girls sleep in the room together, Isla who's six and Luna who's three? In the last two weeks, they've transitioned from being in a pitch black room to wanting a full on, not a nightlight, they have a light on in their room now (laughs) in the corner because they're scared of the dark suddenly. So now we've gone from like, like, you know, pet, like p- yeah. patching up the windows, yeah, even with like, so, and now it's like it's really light in there. What? It's oh, so weird. So, yeah, we try not to. So we've got a blackout blind, but you know, some of my friends like literally make sure there's no light coming oh, out the me. edge. That's what I was doing. We haven't on purpose because I'm like, well, surely if she gets used to like a bit of light, then she'll be able to sleep in more places. Yeah, yeah. So, Hotel yeah, rooms. Yeah, exactly. I've done things like you know, there might be a little pad on the wall with like the electrics and the lights. <laughs> I've it. been up in the middle of the night taping a, a magazine. Oh I've been taping a magazine onto the wall over the top of it. Who are you? I don't know. That is incredible. I <laughs> never knew. That is a brilliant secret that you've just shared with us. Also, there's no, there's no such thing as like the perfect baby that sleeps the right way as well. Like no, I had these NCT not. friends over and like. I'm jealous. I was jealous that their babies, like, once they're asleep, they don't get woken up by anything. Whereas, like, Grey, if I'm, like, walking in the buggy and then I go inside, the change of, like, noise or temperature, she'll wake up. Or, like, a coffee machine banging in a cafe, she'll wake up. But then they're jealous that I could just go put her in a cot and she'll sleep during the day, whereas they had to, like, shush their baby and rock them to sleep. Like, there's literally no perfect... Everyone has different things that they like and don't like. Perfection doesn't exist when it it comes to being a parent. Because we're just all winging it in life. We are, exactly. So um, at the end of every podcast, we ask our guests to talk about their five their five kind of diehard products, the yeah. products that they swear by. I don't know if you I can 
prepared for this. Yes. I wrote a list because I knew this was going to happen and I, I wouldn't be able Yay. to think on the spot. Yeah. Okay, so the Hush White Noise Machine. Yes. Got on Amazon. Have you got that one? It's like the grey round one. I haven't, but I'm going to get it because I've been researching white noise machines recently. It doesn't switch off after oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to your sleep one the other day. Yeah, um, yeah so that's amazing. We, we only use it when she's in her cot, like at night or in a day nap, not when I'm like out and about because she doesn't really need it if there's other noise. So. Yeah. Very good. Like I feel like it just keeps her in like a deeper sleep. I don't know when we're gonna stop using it. I'm too scared to stop. No, you don't need to ever stop. Okay, great. <laughs> no, Kit's only just stopped and he's 17 months old. Oh and my god, mate, really? And my mate's 30 and she takes one on holiday with her. Yeah, I find that it does. It's making yeah. me sleep better, definitely. <laughs> it does. Um, the grow snuggle suits. So they're the ones. They're they're swaddle suits. So their arms down, but it just zips up. So yes. I find it much easier yeah. than like yeah. swaddling them and like. Oh, I never. I didn't think I ever even learned how to swaddle properly. Um, she loved that for um, the first like two months, I think. Yeah. Um, she really liked that. Cool. Freddie the fly. Do you have Freddie oh, the fly? Oh no. no. Freddie the firefly. Oh my god, it's a classic. All the babies love that. Um, it's just like one of those Lemmy's, whatever you yeah. know, brand. One of those toys that she just absolutely loves. So oh, like a sensory perfect. kind yeah, of toy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, she loves the scrunchy ones. Oh, is it the scrunchy one with the, yeah. with the ears scrunchy? Or the yeah, it's got all, all kinds of things on it. You definitely need one of those. Nice. nice. I'd get one of them. Yeah. Um, and the Ikea Play Gym. Do you have that? Oh, yeah. No, but I need to get a so baby good. gym. Yeah, because it's wooden, so it yeah. looks nice, but she loves it as well, and it's really affordable. So it's just an arch. It's got three dangly things. And she's loved that since like she was born to now. Comes with a mat underneath as well, right? So mm. they can like also it literally come just... with it. They, IKEA do a mat. Yeah. Um, we've got like a little black and white one. She loves anything black and white. Yeah. Um, oh, I've seen your photo on your Instagram. Yeah. It's gorgeous. That's it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, and then uh, like a kind of beauty related one, the Child's Farm bedtime bubbles. Oh, um, nice. Really nice bubble yeah. bath. You rate Child's Farm? Yeah, yeah. Really nice. Um, I like used their moisturizer for years because I had like eczema on my face. Right. Um, really nice stuff. Yeah. Okay, Thank lovely. You. That was great, uh, Lily. So lovely to have you in. Thanks for having and me. Thanks for coming out of mat leave for us. Oh, no, I'm I'm back working now. Oh, are but, you? Yeah, yeah. That's it now. It's intense. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Okay, come in again. Come, <laughs> come in again. again. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. What a brilliant woman. I know. I loved her. Me too. She's actually so chilled for a first time mum, isn't she? Like, really chilled. I feel so lucky that we get to have these conversations with all these amazing women, don't you? Yeah. Like, real honesty came out there about what she's been through and what she experiences. And also the whole, like, when she said that she decided that she, you know, it was time for her to stop breastfeeding. All of that sort of stuff that she actually felt... 
bad about it. Yeah, I know. And she was really brave, actually, to come out and talk, you know, speak about that openly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I loved you know, her. Yeah, it was a great chat. Um, so, actually, because uh, Lily and I are both sort of still in the newborn, when do you stop saying newborn? Newborn bubble. Old. Yeah, the newborn bubble. When You're in it. Am She's I there like a little koala <laughs> on you now. You're in it. <laughs> um, I thought it'd be quite good for us to share our newborn, like our favourite newborn products. Um, you know, a lot of our listeners might be pregnant or in the newborn bubble too. Yep. Um, or have friends that are pregnant. So yeah, yeah let's, let's get do to it. it. Right, so I'm going to kick off with, this was my saviour when both the kids were little because both of my kids really like to be swaddled. Um, the Grow Company Grow Swaddle. So you can buy these on Amazon. They're about yeah. 30 quid and you know look people are probably going to go why don't you just swaddle you know swaddle yourself I, I can't uh, be up sometimes I'm not going to lie I don't know how to do it I think every time I tried to do it Axel just got his arms out yes you just you're like yes I've nailed the swaddling and then you look over and it's like one arm's like crept out it's like no that's not supposed to happen yeah so these just solve those issues it, you put baby in Really, really nice and tightly. Zip all the way up to the neck. Arms ain't coming out. <laughs> They're not getting out of there. Um, one for me, was, this wasn't around when um, Axel was born, is the LV breast pump. I'm sure lots of people have seen it. Um, it's a hands-free breast pump. You can literally wear it in your bra. You go um, around the supermarket. Yeah, it? I mean, I've sat in this podcast studio pumping, haven't I? I did not um, know that. Yeah, because it's silent. Um, wow. And yeah, I mean, I, obviously I'm not breastfeeding anymore. More, but that definitely helped me breastfeed for as the length of time that I did. If I hadn't have had that, then it wouldn't have been as long. We like so. the Medela swing as well, don't we? We're like yes. fans of that. But this LV one takes out that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the Medela is still amazing. <laughs> That's the noise it makes. But by the way. yeah, this to to have like, to be able to walk around the supermarket and yeah. get on and do other things, it, it really is genius. Because you can't like go around and get your courgettes with like <laughs> the Medela swing going off, like holding the bottle. Like, yeah, don't worry about it, mate. It's just yeah. uh, my breast. I'm just, don't worry about it. No problem. You just crack on and choose a nice floret of broccoli. Um, so, um, you know, depending on what type of feeding you're choosing to do at home, if you have gone down the breastfeeding route, um, I really, really liked the Dr. Lip nipple balm. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you can get it online or pop into like, you know, Space and K or whatever. It's twelve ninety nine. It's really, really nice. Really like super hydrating. Uh, obviously, things can get pretty cracked. They can. And sore there. Very sore. Yeah. And then once I'd stopped breastfeeding at nine weeks, I was like, oh, great. It's like a lip gloss that yeah. I can use. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. It's really, it is really glossy. And you could put it on your lovely. eyelids too. Yes. There we go. It's a great tip. Um, so if you're bottle feeding. <laughs> All right, Gigi. Whoa, Gigi. G. She's found her voice. You found your voice. <laughs> Um, if you are bottle feeding, the Tommy Tippy, to, the Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine, uh, it's like a coffee machine for milk. <laughs> um, it's incredible. I mean, yeah, I can't really, can't really speak more highly of it. Yeah, it's fantastic. You I can mean, get a perfect bottle, a perfect temperature in. I think it's like. 30 seconds or something you don't even need to leave your bedroom if you can't be bothered you can just no. have it set up in there and press exactly. it and then it does it like I didn't know about this the first time round, and I spent months you know in the middle of the night like boiling the kettle <sighs> then it was like oh god it's not cool and then or someone's used the ball cold water that I'd left overnight like it was just a nightmare yeah it is you don't want to be faffing around doing that in the middle of the night no you don't so yeah that's a great one so I'm going to finish off with the munchkin They've got a brand new nappy bin out, which is incredible. A portable nappy bin that you can take anywhere. So Yeah, it's called the Bag It. 
Um, and it's really, really small, so you can pop it in your changing bag, but it's great for going away overnight. You don't want to use like loads of those plastic nappy bags. Yeah. Um, I think it holds like 30 nappies or something like it's that. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Also, really in the car, good. if you're having to do, you know, there's a Pukano situation and you're having to. <laughs> Gigi, Gigi, stop stealing my limelight. <laughs> Um, if, you, if there's, you know, an up the back poo situation, which we've all been in, and you've got a change baby in the back of the boot or wherever you can, you could just shove it in there. Exactly. And it won't stink the car out. Yeah, no, no smelly cars anymore. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that is it for us again for another week. What a lovely chat. It was. It was great. And if you want to drop us a message, um, drop a message at Made by Mummers or at Zoe Hardman. Yeah, you can do that for our Instagrams. You can also, please, rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And um, we would absolutely love it if you have got a couple of spare minutes to write us a review as well. Because yes. it obviously does help kind of get the Made by Mummers word out there. So much appreciated. Um, again, join us next week um, for more chat around parenting. Can't wait. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.